How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, what the hell was that? Okay, I was as, you know, confident and outlandish as anybody leading into that game. Stoney, what the hell was that? First of all, I am, as a certain football coach would say, or had said in the past, bitterly disappointed. Uh, I'm pissed off. Uh, It didn't completely ruin my New Year's, which was kind of dull to begin with, but That's another story for another day. But that's because I just basically stayed on the couch and watched football all day and all night. As far as Michigan goes, well, there are a lot of reasons we saw what happened. Number one, and I want to say this first, TCU on Saturday was the better team. Yes. And I think they were the much better team. No matter what the stats say at the end, they were the better team. They won the game because they kicked Michigan's ass at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Michigan couldn't, you know, do what they do, the smash and all that kind of stuff. They they couldn't do it. Uh, Donovan Edwards had the one big run. Donovan's a great player, but he's not great at, like, breaking tackles like Blake Corham can do. They didn't have that element. That happens. Uh, they also lost because their quarterback – Played like crap in the first half. He was great in the second half, I think. Uh, and I still think, I know there are people who, oh, he's not that good. I think he has a really good future. It was his first year as a starting quarterback. All right? They also lost because their coach, for some reason, at least he pulled a Dan Campbell and had really admitted that he effed up, screwed up that fourth down. I'm sitting there, and I, it was, I even tweeted, I'm first guessing. Kick the freaking field goal because they couldn't get the ball in. Uh, that's number one. Number two, the whole defensive scheme at times was just awful. And then one of the plays that Paul put together in the little open there, you have momentum. You'd cut the lead to 41-38 at the time. It's third and seven, and you have a, all, a blitz from that side leaving – Arguably the best or second best receiver, Marvin Harrison, I think is the best junior, in, in the country on one-on-one coverage, and DJ Turner basically whiffed on the play. You don't blitz in that situation. That was a huge freaking play. They got outplayed for most of the game, and they got outcoached by, in some form, most of the game. There were some things that were really good. Their wide receivers actually stepped up, but they still, and we'll look at what they, this team needs, but they lost the game uh, because they just weren't good enough at the line of scrimmage. That's the most important thing. And you look at TCU, their best running back on paper, he gets hurt in the game, and their second best running back, who's really pretty good anyway, goes nuts. 
Yeah, to lose Kendra Miller yes. and still dominate on the ground. Right. And Duggan did not even play a great game. No. When they had to make a tackle on him, they couldn't. Their tackling was pathetic. And what led to all this? Maybe they were overconfident. I don't know. Maybe they used the, well, we were here before. We know they weren't. You know, they're just happy to be here. I don't know what goes into guys' mindsets and, you know, a lot of the Michigan arrogance as far as, well, you know, we're just going to smash them. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. A little bit of the talk before the game. I, You know, it fueled TCU. Did it, did it make a difference? I have no idea. Uh, I, and then there were a lot of Michigan fans. Well, the, the referees screwed up that, you know, the Roman Wilson play. Okay. It was a bad call, I believe. You know what? Tough. You don't fumble on the next play. Good teams take bad calls and do something with them. Yep. So yep. I don't want to hear anything from a Michigan fan who's trying to say that call cost them the game. It did not. And don't bring up the freaking targeting thing either because you probably weren't going to score anyway. Uh, you, didn't, All right? you didn't deserve to be bailed out anyway. N- no. Okay. So the fact is it was a bad call, but that's irrelevant in my opinion because you screwed up. Okay, There there were missed calls in the game. There are missed calls in every game. How about that pass, that roughing the passer call on TCU? The guy just, that was absurd. A generous call. There are missed calls in every game. Clearly, it's a pivotal one when you miss a touchdown. I do think they missed a touchdown. It looked like Roman Wilson was bobbling the ball, and then he eventually had possession when his butt was in the end zone. Mm -hmm. Should have been a touchdown. I'll admit it should have been a touchdown. We'll admit it should have been a touchdown. It's not why Michigan lost the game. They did plenty to lose the game themselves. Correct. Stoney, I felt like going in Michigan was the better team, but this is why you play games. Yes. You don't win them on paper, and it's why we have a playoff and why an expanded playoff is going to be good for the sport because you can't rest on your laurels and what you've done previously. I don't care that you're 13 and 0. You had a 28-point swing in the game. Not a 7-point swing. Oh, a touchdown that should have been a 28-point swing. Two picks for points. Right. That's 14. A Philly special on the opening possession, real cute, Jim, and then the fumble on the one yard line. That's a twenty-eight well, point you're, you're, swing. You're assuming they were going to score. I'll give you a twenty-four point because they would have. They should have kicked the field goal. So I I'm think not, they should have gone for it. Okay, two uh, yards with this offensive line. If you're what you say you are against what they are allegedly, right? Oh, soft Big Twelve defense. Two yeah, yards, but they probably wouldn't have made it. So I'll. Well, but again, okay, you, yes, you, okay, you had the, you had the chance to score a twenty-eight point swing yes. in the game. Oh, an officiating call in the first half. 28-point swing. You had to play Big 12 football because you screwed up so many different times right. that you made it their game, and a big surprise, TCU wins a Big 12 game. Right. Come on. Come on, guys. Michigan did this to themselves. They deserved to lose that Absolutely. game. Absolutely. They couldn't dictate their style of play on TCU. Give credit to TCU. They did not. Their small guys were able to knocked the crap out of Michigan's Joe Moore award-winning mm-hmm. offensive line. Mm-hmm. The Remington Award winner who had a great season. Olu was... Olu with Timmy, yeah. He was not good. Now, we mentioned Michigan arrogance. Paul, can we play this clip for people? So I, I will apologize. There is a little bit of a music bed underneath this, but this is J.J. McCarthy going into the matchup with TCU, and he was not shy as to what he thought was going to happen. Well, if they stay in that three three five, then it's going to be a lot of smashing because uh, it just opens up a lot of holes and uh, a lot of running lanes and just being able to move people is going to be huge for us. But uh, yeah, just bringing the Big Ten to the Big Twelve and just showing them what we're all about. Okay, I don't think that was that braggadocious to be. We're going to smash. We're going to bring the Big Ten to the Big Twelve. But that, but that's, cut scene. Big Twelve football game. Cut scene. You can't run the ball the way you're supposed okay, to. Okay, right. But what is what? 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 What?
Sonny Dykes, the coach at TCU, came out after the okay. game and said, we heard all about how we were soft Big 12 football team, and yeah, now they're going to smash okay. us. So if Michigan would have won, is what the cornerback, uh, the really good cornerback. Hodges him, Tomlinson. Who, who basically said the exact opposite. Sure. You know, we're smaller, but we're tougher and all that stuff, which they, he proved to be right. Sure. But if it wouldn't, I mean, no. Nah, well, you got to back up what you say. you got to back correct. up what you say. And correct. Michigan didn't back up well, what they, they said. Yeah, but he didn't I didn't say anything. Oh, we're just going to ram it and, down their throats. And he, said, he said, this is what we do. And, and that's what they do. And this is a much smaller gripe, and it is. It, I'm, I'm not making this a bigger deal than it needs to be. J.J. McCarthy, after playing a game where he throws two pick sixes and the team doesn't smash, answers one question and leaves. Yeah, that was. And, 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 I and, think and, that I'm, was lame. And I'm starting to think this is performative. Okay, when you when you lose last year to Georgia and you stay on the field and you soak it in, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Okay, that's a hey, I want to sear this into my brain and motivate us. When it happens a second year in a row and you do this walk out of the press conference and we'll be back, it feels very performative from J.J. And I think otherwise, he's a very good young man. Yes. But this just reeks of, to me, to me, just my perception, I'm here to give my opinion, it feels very performative. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the fact him and Don, I mean, they did the same basic stuff where they sat there and looked at, you know, the confetti and all that stuff when they have nobody to blame but themselves. And, you know, last year, they really didn't have that much to do with what happened. So they were, you know, all right, well, we, you know, I, we yeah. take control. And, all. I, and then it was cool. You know, even Donovan, you know, we'll be back. I mean, look, you obviously want to be back. Uh, not so not so fast, my friends. Unfortunately, I'm still pissed. I think people are pissed, confused, mm-hmm. um, upset. Mm-hmm. Whatever emotion you're feeling following that New Year's Eve debacle, 248-539-9797. There's a component of typical Michigan arrogance, but really I think it's TCU outplayed them. Michigan yes. made a ton of mistakes and deserved to lose the game. Why did they lose? What's your reaction? Let's go to Mark and Ypsilanti. Mark, you're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Love your show. Um, I guess got a couple of questions. I got, got three different scenarios, and I've heard everything you guys have said. You know what I'm saying about how you don't want to hear about the targeting and all this. I think this was 50% um, Michigan, and I think it was 50% refs. Oh, come on, uh, Mark. No, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to hang up on you. I need, I need to hear this because yeah. I don't understand where you're yeah, coming yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let, let's start with number one. The beginning of the show, they said the SEC reps. There were SEC reps. Now, you know dang, dang well, sorry, oh that Georgia does not want to play Michigan. If Why Michigan not? That game, Why not? Why not? Okay. <laughs> Because Michigan was a dangerous team all year. Mark, 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 you are making us normal. I'm a normal Michigan fan. I criticize. I don't make excuses. You are the the Michigan fan that people can't stand because you're making freaking excuses. Oh, and I heard that one of the – I heard that – hold on. And I heard that one of the SEC, one of the the crews, actually is from Columbus, Ohio, too. Actually might have gone to Ohio State. You going to bring that up, too? I didn't hear that. But oh, okay. I mean, you got to put you got a point. Okay, number two. It, you remember? Um, I don't know where the segment was in the game. I can't remember, but it was where they showed it right on TV. Where they got he got they missed the spot the, by two was, yards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, by two yes. yards. If they had made that up two yards, that would have been a that throw would have been a touchdown. So, Mark, just so I understand, down. you think the officials mismarked the ball, knowing Michigan was going to throw deep, and the the yard would screw them. 
Well, I mean, it would. I mean, what an ingenious plot oh, by the right. SEC officials. They knew that, that JJ was going to throw come a on, forty-nine on, yard Mark, pass Mark, instead of a fifty. Mark, Mark. You're, you're better. Than, okay, so even even if that so was a they big fumbled, okay, then they wouldn't have had a chance to fumble. You know, oh, obviously they would have got the oh, touchdown and okay. would have been a fumble. Okay, on the next play, and then the final one is yes, the targeting call was a Blake targeting call. I thought when I saw it, but they needed. They had 26 seconds left. You know, you're saying that there's no way they're going to throw. They're going to grant two or three plays, was, maybe they, 30 yards. They had no timeouts. Yeah, the yeah, they could have 10%. They could have, but the fact that you can sit here and call up a radio show and say it's 50% on the refs, okay, you can sit there and say, you know, you know we got screwed out of a touchdown. Or you can say, yeah, we they took away a, a last-ditch basically Hail Mary, whatever word you want to yeah. use, chance, a, you know, three plays, whatever. Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to argue that. But to sit and come on this air, these airwaves and say you're an intelligent human being and say the refereeing in that game was 50% of why Michigan lost, I'm embarrassed to be in the same fan base as you. Can we, can we just say that a person called into our station, Stoney and, and Jim, and said that not only the SCC officials, but the CFP officials would rather have Texas Christian University playing for the title than the University of Michigan. Yeah, right. Yeah, if there exactly. was going to be a fix, it would be to ensure for television purposes that Michigan advanced. If anybody was going to be the benefit of a conspiracy, it wouldn't be the, the, the smallest school in the field, put it that way. Please, please, at least bring something to the table, not a conspiracy. God. I try to explain to most people that most Michigan fans, in my opinion, are somewhat normal. We criticize the team. Sometimes we sit there and make, you know, if, if this would have happened and all that. But most of us, most, don't talk about weather and crown fields and officiating. No, most of us are normal. It's 97.1. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.